This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to michigansportsandentertainment.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're on episode 26, so... We have a couple call outs again, um, which I'm trying to do every week because we really appreciate people reaching out to us. Um, but for Brittany O'Brien, who provided us a story that we're excited to do, hopefully coming up. And Jordan Rolsma, who actually reached out to us tonight. So we are recording the night that we said we'd put you uh, in a call out. So thank you guys for reaching out and for listening. We hope you're enjoying the show. And yeah, if you have any creepy stories. So this goes out for everybody. Um, Please reach out to us because we're actually gearing up for our second listener story episode. We've got quite a few ready to go, but we could always use more. So if you have any creepy stories at all um, and just like the show from from anything doesn't have to just be ghosts, uh, feel free to share it. So in the news this week, George Knapp's team uh, out in Las Vegas, he's the guy from the Area 51 episode we talked about who kind of broke the whole story forever ago. Um, also, is kind of a kook, my dad said. <laughs> He's just like a little weird. Um, but anyway, his team uh, actually got with Lou Elizondo from the AA tip organization, the one that you talked about mm-hmm. um, with Senator Harry Reid. But anyway, so those videos that we linked in the past and the one from the 2004 Nimitz incident, which we did an episode on, I'll post a link to it. Um, and then there are two other videos I was going to do subsequent episodes on that I still haven't done. Uh, but those were actually confirmed to have been released from the Pentagon um, a couple days ago. So the Tic Tac UFO video, uh, a 2015 incursion by multiple unknowns off the coast of Florida, which the video is dubbed Gimbal and a Zippy aircraft known simply as Go Fast. So Tic Tac, Gimbal and Go Fast are the three videos. They were all confirmed to have been released from the Pentagon. Two of the three videos were made public in December 2017 by the New York Times. Um, I linked to this article and I will again. Um, And then to the To the Stars Academy, which is the Tom DeLonge uh, from Blink-182 group. So Mike said, you know, he's skeptical of the videos because they're from (laughs) Blink-182's dude. But actually turns out they were... The guy who can never grow up, that guy? Yeah, it's really hard to be 30 when you're... I mean, to be a teenager when you're 30. That's Blink-182's model. Um, Anyway, it was like widely argued who made the videos and if it was like legit. Right. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so former Senator Harry Reid said a tip did find a lot of stuff just like this. It wasn't just a one off incident looking at the or one off looking at the Nimitz incident. There were many incidents that we looked at and we looked at them on a continuing basis. These three were just the ones released. Um, They actually had a document from the Department of Defense called DD 1910, which uh, is the final document um, when releasing, um, Department of Defense, like materials, um, showing that these videos did come from the Department of Defense. Right. So along with this announcement that these videos did come from the Pentagon, there was also, um, a statement that the Navy is actually changing its policy, uh, so that, um, pilots and stuff can report these things without fear of damage from their career. So that's awesome. Yeah. Harry Reid said, you can't just hide your head and say these things are not happening. We have military installations where hundreds and hundreds of people who are there um, and see these things um, is what he said. 
And then also there were like there was a report of these high ranking Navy officials joining in on briefings about this stuff. And they were reporting that they were just as surprised to see this stuff as the congressional staff. Um, and then they now want to encourage pilots to report these unusual encounters, uh, encounters without fear of damaging their careers. And they realized that it was, quote, indefensible to not have a way to record these events. So it took you a while. But yeah, that's agreed. pretty crazy. Though. That is. That's really yeah, cool. The, the 20, 2004 Nimitz incident. I mean, that's 15 years ago. That's the one I talked about. And uh, yeah, we'll cover the other two videos. So we'll link this. Uh, we'll link the videos. But now knowing that they are from our government and legit because the Chilean government also had a series of videos that they released because they also have their own similar program. Um, Chile's like probably the top one as far as like being open with their UFO research, uh, which is interesting. Hmm. But yeah, so this is kind of huge. For people like us. I mean, it should be huge for everyone. Yeah, but that, yeah. yeah. Mostly it's, we're going to talk about it, though. Right. I'm just interested to see how many people even then would still be willing to talk about it, though, because it's it's one thing to be like, oh, no, I could lose my job. It's another to be like, right. But people will still think I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure. I won't lose my job. But well, I think who that's wants the, thing, to be the next George Knapp. Right. Well, no, but I think that's the nice part about having the military be open about it. It's like they don't have to be public about who was in it because like that pilot from the no, 2000 that's true. I, didn't think about that. I think i talked about i think i talked about him but the pilot from the 2004 nimitz incident he um he himself like had to come out and say these things right because he, they wouldn't support him in it right like he had to take the scrutiny and then the video released like years after he came forward with his testimony so like he took that risk personally and now i think it's nice because the military can take the risk for them like an individual doesn't have to step forward we don't have to have uh What's the dude from Area 51? What was his name? I just said it. George Knapp. No, the other guy. The, the dude who like was the quote unquote whistleblower, but he's actually crazy. Elazar, Salazar, something like that. Yeah. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. <laughs> there it is. Anyway, you don't have to have like a Bob Lazar, um, which would be kind of cool. Well, I mean, that's assuming they're even going to tell us anything, which I get into a little bit later, which brings me into what we're talking about this week. So I'm talking about the... Roswell of California, which is actually Fort Irwin, but it goes a little deeper than just aliens, and it's very strange. I liked that. You kept it. You kept it eerie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just hand gun at me? I finger gunned you because. Oh, now we're double. I don't know. You gave me advice, and I'm happy that I followed it. <laughs> I, I think I think I can count on. One finger, how many times you've followed my advice. Was that like an angry gun now? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be talking about the Denver airport, which sounds very boring because it's just an airport, right? Shouldn't be anything like crazy. If anything, it's like, oh, you mean the place where I sit for a long time and hurry and wait and wait in long lines, right? Not in Denver. Well, you do all those things, but there's more. Which I've been to the Denver airport. So have I. And it is absolutely unremarkable. Apparently that's not true. Apparently we just were not looking for the signs that are here because there's a lot of them. So basically I'm going to like do the RJ thing and do start the spoiler at the beginning. There are many conspiracy theorists that believe that Denver airport is the home of all evil. 
which I just want to go into, like, how do you even describe the home of all evil? What do we mean by all evil? We already have Satan already has a tromping ground that is not this place. Right. And why would it be an airport? I'm hoping you can tell me because I have absolutely <laughs> there is nothing, no part of me that thinks this has any weight to it. So. Unfortunately, I would not get my hopes up if I were you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I just I I just am I'm confused. I tried to find like where this stemmed from. Right. And it's and there's just not a whole lot of logic behind much of it. But like is it linked to another conspiracy? Like is this where the lizard people all fly out of? Is this they have aliens coming in and out like Not really. This is just where evil meets it's up. It's literally just like a bunch of different conspiracy theorists who all said, this is what we think is happening. Then this is what we think is happening. Then this is what we think is happening. And like none of it actually connects to anything. And there's no proof. Except for Denver Airport. That, yeah. And there's no proof behind anything. All right. Let's get into it because this is weird. OK. So. um, Some believe that it was built by the New World Order. OK, uh, so Illuminati. E slash lizard people slash whatever yes okay the evil and um they have whoever the, these conspiracy theorists have come out saying that it was funded by the new world airport commission which is not a thing it's never been recorded it's never been heard of i wonder not a thing if there's a single politician linked to the building of the Denver airport, like how offended they are by this. Also, can you just imagine the builders in general? They're just like, what the? What are you guys talking about? It's just about? an airport. It's a place for airplanes to land and take off. The taxes paid for this. <laughs> the taxes. Also, I just want to like, is there something about Denver itself? Because if I was going to say it, if I had to pick an Maybe evil the airport. center of the country? I don't know. If I had to pick an airport that I would believe was evil, I don't know if Denver LAX. would be my first. LAX, man. It's like the most evil place on Earth. Oh, it is the worst I would airport. Say, I would say Las Vegas, just because you have to listen to those damn slot machines. Ling, 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 ling. I love uh, McCarran. And now that I'm over 21, I'm sure I'd love it even more. No, we got stuck there as a family once when it's I was like airport. eight years old for like five hours. I and I listened. I anymore. I listened to the clinking for five hours and little old ladies cursing when they lost all I their money. I listened to the clinking for 14 years. So let's. Yeah, but yours was different. All right. Anyway. Anyways. Um, what is it about Denver? I. I don't have that answer. I don't know. This is very confusing. What are they basing it off of? N being crazy? Nothing. They're basing it off of nothing. Yeah, but what do you have? I'm going to tell you. All right, but it's not going to give you any answers you I'm want. Not, I'm just, I'm itching and dying for an so explanation. There are apparently exit arrows that point at each other instead of outside. What? Okay, hold on. Seriously? <laughs> uh, that's, yes. That so is. a contractor messed up. Some dude was walking through the airport and was like, Illuminati Evil. confirmed. Evil. Really? Um, and there's corridors that lead to nowhere, which I feel like that's in every airport. How many times have you walked down in a hall and you're like, I'm going, this is nothing. It's just a dead end. This is what gives people like us a bad name. This is literally just like bad, bad building. Or they have a plan that no one needs to know. And some 
weirdo was walking through the hallways and just couldn't handle it. Okay, let's go. It, no, Dale I Gribble. Just, it's Dale Gribble. I just feel like the person who decided, like, they must have been trying to get out of the airport and they're following all of these exit signs. Like, yes. why are they pointing at each other? Why can't I get outside? <laughs> right. Illuminati. And then, oh, it's a, it's a then of hallway that goes nowhere. Illuminati confirmed. I don't understand. All right, what else? Okay, so this is the only really, like, <sighs> this is the only thing you're going to find that has any kind of backing behind it. And even this is very far-fetched. Um, there's apparently a horse sculpture on the outside of the airport that has uh, red eyes. So while the horse sculpture was being built before it was actually taken to the airport, um, it fell on top of the man, the sculptor, and uh, he bled out and died by himself. So obviously, of course, it's believed that the horse is evil. Also, Why does the horse have red eyes? I don't know. Also, some have, I, I could not find any more on this. I wanted to so badly, but some have connected the horse to time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it crushes a dude <laughs> and now it's linked to time travel. And it has, All because and it it has, has red, red eyes. eyes. <laughs> okay. Has Denver said why it has red eyes? I mean, that is a little alarming. I looked, I have found no answers. Does it actually have red eyes? Do you find pictures? They like glow red. I don't I don't think they're like naturally red. I think like at nighttime when your car reflects off of them, they That's glow weird. red. That is weird. Agreed. I weird. mean, and weird for a normal person just going, hmm, that's weird. I don't get how it has anything to for do with time travel. someone turns into time travel and Illuminati. Okay, got it. Why time travel? I don't. I think you're this, supposed to tell me. I think this might be more ridiculous than lizard people. Yeah, I feel like lizard people has some kind of really far-fetched, really messed up backing to it that a really crazy person could look at yeah, and see. Yeah, but this one doesn't challenge all of biology, though. That's true. This one just says, like, yeah, there's, like, a basement that they meet behind some weird corridors and, and exit signs yeah, that face each other. but this one has just nothing behind it. <sighs> and the weirdest part is, like, almost every conspiracy theory comes from a different kind of conspiracy theorist. Yeah, they probably can't even agree on who's probably there. Probably not. This is all they agree on is that it's the home of all evil. Anywho, so could you imagine the freaking Satan just like walking up to Annie Ann's in Terminal B? What is happening? Why? Why is this the case? I'm I don't so know. confused. The greatest thing to me is the fact that like Denver Airport isn't even that old. It was built in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like it's some ancient airport that like a bunch of people died in or something. Why am I talking while you're coughing? No one's gonna hear this. I'm good. It's not like it's an airport that like has a whole bunch of history and some a bunch of people died in in this like in the seventies. Seventies? What? I mean, even seventies wouldn't be. Still, that's a lot. That's a lot longer than the than the nineties. I was alive when this happened. Well, yeah, but maybe the built. maybe the New World Order finally had the money to purchase an airport that I'm sure is like super traceable back to public funding. Who knows? This is the most annoying one you've ever presented. Oh, I love it. I think it's amazing because it's just crap. This is worse than Flat Earth. Worse, but like not as offensive. I, maybe. Because this one means nothing know. to me. This one's just like, I live guess, your yeah, life. I'm Believe less, it's the... Less heated about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a man named William Talley talked in depth about all the different conspiracies, but one he talks about is that um, all over the airport, in murals, in paintings, in um, even the layout, there are lots of phallic symbols, 
which he believes um, are are to inspire devil worship. Which number one, when has a penis ever meant worship the devil? And number two, like he was literally like he he, he like literally took the blueprint. And took like a hallway and then a part with a hallway and turned it into a penis, which like any 14 year old boy could do with just about any hallway. Oh, my God. <laughs> and who was this guy? William Talley. He also talked about the um, the horse time travel. You have to rub the horse's penis in order to do the time. travel. I don't know. But there's also like phallic stuff is everywhere. Like, um everywhere no yeah like literally like chevrons were phallic in nature um so are uh any obelisks so like george washington monument that's phallic um yeah and that's like intentionally phallic so right because it's supposed to be like masculine right well yeah so then Not like, devil worship well, that's why like chevrons in the military represent rank the more penises you have the better rank you are but like god this world is so grossly grossly about penises yeah but like intentionally i hate so it so what separate so because a hallway slightly resembles any hallway resembles most, a penis most hallways with like rooms at the end of it represent a penis and balls that's just every 14 year old boy knows that it's all right anyway also again maybe he was like taking a dump in the airport was like look at all this phallic graffiti it's satan's graffiti but also like why does that mean devil worship? I don't. That's the one that I've never heard. How does heard. it inspire? Like you look around and you're like, I see a bunch of penises. I must worship the devil now. Right. Like that's the part I don't get. Like it's just super into being a human, not worshiping the devil. Anyway. Anyways. Okay. Um, so there are also a lot of, there's a lot of conspiracies about the uh, murals and paintings at the airport. Cause there's apparently some pretty weird ones. Um, many are believed to be Nazi propaganda. And um, some have even claimed that there's one that has a swastika in it. But of course, there's no like proof of that. Um, but they are weird. Like I we can look at a few of them and I'll, I can post some. But they're like they look kind of like war, not war, but they're just weird. Big old mural paintings. OK, that looks really weird. Yeah, they're weird. Really? That's there? Yeah. Um, OK, so kind of what I'm looking at, at least what it looks like is a. Arab soldier because he has a scimitar and an AK-47 marching through like ruins with a rainbow at his back and like sad women. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll post a picture to this. But yeah, that is weird. I get it. Illuminati confirmed. All right. I get it okay. now. Okay. Now explained through these pictures. No, they aren't. It's, it's just weirdness. I mean, that is weird. And then there. But art is weird, so that's fine. This one, which I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, there's a flying whale, some fire, and a whole bunch of stuff. I don't like. I can't. I can't. There's Jesus it. in there oh, there's somewhere. There's a turtle. Uh, yeah. There's a bison coming out of portal. There's like, like, are they like sitting on a jaguar, or like if they're like eating it or something? Yeah, there's a jaguar like feast. Uh, mm, yeah, this is Satan for sure. I get it now. <laughs> So, like, if you were walking through the airport, saw a hallway that led to one of these paintings, but nowhere else, and then saw two exit signs saying you couldn't leave the room, I get it now. All right. Well, RJ is officially a believer. Yeah, that's it. So, Denver uh, Airport, center of all evil. Okay. Uh, 
There is also apparently a plaque in the airport that's placed over a time capsule that has a Masonic square, a compass symbol, and an inscription of the time capsule that uh, says, quote, people to give it to the people of Colorado 2094, end quote, which, of course, these symbols are Freemasonry symbols, but they're also Illuminati symbols. Yeah, because they overlap. Right. So um, another thing. Okay, this is another part that's really only the like. That has, I guess, a little bit of backing behind it, but not much. Um, the building costs for the airport were actually much more expensive than originally thought. Shocker. A government project yeah, is right. more expensive. Or any project at yeah. all where uh-huh. it's like, well, it should be about this much and then it's way more. Has any Have these people not ever watched any kind of like home flipping show? Come on. Um, this led conspiracy theorists to believe that the money went to building the headquarters of the Illuminati. <laughs> Not in the airport, though? Or in the airport? No, like under the airport. Under the airport. <laughs> oh, I hit my head on the microphone. <laughs> That's dumb. Okay. Um, there's a, Here's another one. So, former Minnesota governor, which this is like a, like a, respu- uh, like a resputable. Resputin? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Reputable. Yep. Got it. But Rasputin as well was Rasputable. <laughs> he was kind of reputable. Like he's terrifying. We should do a Rasputin episode. <gasps> we should. Yeah, he's Respu- totally a cryptid, right? Uh, no. Kind of. Mm. The man didn't die, and it took a lot, right. like, way more than it should for any normal person. He's just a hard rock type of person. Him and Mick Jagger share hard rock. What does that mean? Like he's just a, like a hardcore rocker dude. Like him and Mick Jagger very similar gen- genetically. I'm certain. Mick Jagger should have died a billion times, and he hasn't yet. I mean, I guess. Anyways. Steven Tyler, same. So, you, you put him in ancient Romania, you got two Rasputins <laughs> on your hand, I promise you. <laughs> so, anyways, the former Minnesota governor, Jesse Ven- Venture. Ventura. Ventura. Well, yeah, okay. Yes, he's a former governor, He's also Jesse freaking Ventura. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, He believes that the airport sits above a giant network of tunnels that form a secret base camp for government officials in the event of the apocalypse. Okay, that makes sense, though. That one actually makes sense. My only thought is like, is it only for for government officials of Colorado? Because if there's an apocalypse, how is everyone else going to get there? Well, no, but like the whole evacuate from D.C., like evacuate in from the coasts. And then you like if they had tunnels into there, like that actually kind of makes sense. Also, I kind of feel like if he's a governor, like what if he saw it? Well, he's Jesse freaking Ventura. Of course he saw it. He also fought the freaking predator. I know just about nothing about Jesse Ventura. Okay, let me put it this way. Picture a big muscly dude and a minigun blasting away at the predator. And then he ran for office. That's Jesse Ventura. So it's I like if I'd like, be wrong about this. So I'm it's, like 99. It's like if like Sylvester Stallone ran for governor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, him and Schwarzenegger are like the same. Schwarzenegger would have been the easier. They're from the same movie. I've never seen that movie. What? Well, that's why you know nothing of this. I've never seen Predator or Alien. You I'm, know that. I didn't know that. I've told you that. Well, okay. We're going to change that, everybody. So apparently this one holds up, according to RJ. No, I'm saying the opposite. <laughs> no, you're, that there could be the tunnels for the apocalypse. Well, I'm just saying if that one was proven to be true, I wouldn't think that was like weird. And it's not 
totally out there. It's weird. Well, because like, think not. about it. Like the first thing they'd put him on is Air Force One. Where yeah. would he go? Probably a base. I get that. But at the same time, what would we be? Bom- what would the enemy be bombing? Bases. That's true. Maybe not Denver International Airport. So yeah, if they were going to choose an airport, I don't think it would be Denver. Right. Like. I mean, if we were to expect them to like fly to Edwards, like if I were the enemy, the first thing I'd bomb would be Edwards. So, I mean, that one just doesn't. And if there was a bunch of secrecy. OK, no, here's the thing, though. This conspiracy <laughs> theory is so bad that they're not even onto this. <laughs> I'm just saying if that was proven, that wouldn't. Jesse might be onto something. Let's just go there. Did you ever think you would say that? Oh, yeah. Jesse's a great guy, <laughs> apparently. Okay. I mean, I've heard nothing bad about him as a politician. Um, So to take it another level. Terrible actor. Another step further. Other conspiracy theorists believe that, also believe there are tunnels, but they are used as concentration camps. That's his best quote, by the way. Why are you trying to ruin what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but it's, I'm a sexual Tyrannosaurus. You said that? Yes. Like it's a line in a movie or like he is a human said that? No, Predator. It's a line in the movie. Okay, well, that's better, I guess. Anyways, other conspiracy theorists believe that there are also tunnels, but they believe that they are used as concentration camps where undesirables are sent for mass executions. (laughs) I found my new favorite topic because I find it extremely entertaining and RJ finds it so incredibly frustrating. Well, like... Okay, so <laughs> let's say there's something behind the tunnels, right? Why did they come up with that's the purpose behind it? I think because there's many people out there that believe we have to have them somewhere. Well, I just want to know. It's like there's obviously these people like sitting around or probably they're on a message room chat board, right? Of course. What? That's not English. A message board? <laughs> a message room chat board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a message chat room and message board yep, anyway there you go so they <laughs> i had a stroke um so they're talking on there and then they're like yeah there are tunnels and then some other dude just randomly posts so that's where they have uh what is it called uh concentration camps and another one was like to murder it's like a it's like a, one of those ad lib stories yeah this is horrible also what exactly deems an undesirable non-lizard i don't like <laughs> that all of us i don't understand okay anyway what else he got that's it oh that's it there's nothing else there was nothing there i told <laughs> you i told you this was not gonna be satisfying i told i warned you at the beginning this is the worst conspiracy it's just theory. a bunch of like jumbles of conspiracy theories that people all put together and decided these fit somehow in the Denver airport. It's nonsense. Denver airport. Yeah, Denver airport. Although if you look at this art, y'all, you'll be kind of convinced, to be honest That might with be you. the only thing I would say that's like, maybe just some guy on LSD painted that, but they're just so I mean, pretty, they pretty that they didn't take them down. Well, also it's art, so like, you don't take down art. Some art you should probably take down. Yeah, I guess, but I'm just saying like, if you, in a public domain, commission an artist to do painting and then you take down his art. Like, this but wouldn't not he, like, give you a paint, like, a sketch before, like, this is what I'm gonna paint? And somebody was like, this yeah. is what we should have in an airport. Leopard feast, bison coming out of a portal. Yeah, I'm game. Weird soldier man with I'm a sure rainbow that, well, behind it him. it was the 90s. The, you know, Middle Eastern soldier was super demonized, so that's totally fine. Still, it's just so strange. <laughs> it's not even about being demonized. Like, it's just weird as hell. I just love that, like, the first thing you opened up with was two exit signs happen to point toward each other. 
It was talked about like in three different articles that like, I read. What is the, first of all, if it's not just a simple mistake, why would the Illuminati be like, yep, this is our sign to one another? Also, this place has been open since 1995. How have they not fixed that? I wouldn't. There's no chance. Please don't. It's a national monument. Like, keep <laughs> those things around. It's some, you got one pissed off freaking conspiracy theorist. There needs to be. That a, was like, I know what this is. There needs to be a national treasure movie about. Uh, the Denver, Denver airport. airport yeah. Just being stuck in the Denver airport. And it's all a, it's all a and conspiracy like all the theory. To like break it down. For them to get you down there to, to execute you in the concentration camp. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is painful. Okay, we have to move on. Uh, after this break for ads. While you may think that history is eh, vaguely interesting, the truth is it's fun and metal AF. Echoes of the past are still reverberating through our world today, and Body Count is here to show you how our shared history affects your life on the daily. Whether you know it or not, so are you past the point of higher education? Feel like you didn't learn anything from your high school history teacher? Or just didn't give a flying crap about it? Are you tired of always missing out on the yellow history pie piece and trivial pursuit? Are you the horror of all your friends' game nights? Did you once proudly announce that Napoleon Bonaparte was a super short little nutsack? When in reality, he was an average-sized nutsack. Have you been thinking about living under a faulty dam? Or perhaps an active volcano? Well, we have good news. It's not too late for you or your homeowner's insurance. Come on over and listen to Body Count, the podcast that explores death and disaster through the ages with only one rule. Someone, or usually a lot of someone's, dies. Because history doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. A proud member of the MSE Podcast Network. So, I'm going to be talking about Joshua Tree, California, 29 Palms, and Fort Irwin, which is a base. And they're all, like, within the same, like, 30-minute region, I guess, San Bernardino County. Bernardino County. Um, And apparently there's, like, a whole lot going on there. Uh, So, let's start with the ghosts. Um, The training center has been, which is, like, up in Fort Irwin, I guess, uh, has a bunch of paranormal entities. So a bunch of ghosts of soldiers have been seen up there like a lot. Um, so pretty much anybody that um, has been stationed up there, like has stories or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense, because anytime you get a group of people. Away from like stories happen, who by what I know are pretty bored when they're not like <laughs> Um, but anyway, Training. there is something to it. So like uh, Fort Irwin does have a high suicide rate, apparently, or did. And Sad. yeah. Um, and one of the ghosts or one of the more famous ghosts is a former soldier who committed suicide is known as Danny. So he's heard crying after midnight. Um, his eyes are completely white and his skin is covered in boils. Um, no, according to one of the people who came across him, he keeps mumbling. I didn't do it, Sarge. I didn't do it, Sarge. Um, he tends to clutch the sol- shoulders of anyone who, who comes close to him with ice cold hands. And then he starts shaking them and screaming like a wounded animal. Right. Um, cool. And apparently this is so like visceral that the last person who saw him fainted after being held too long and being screamed at. He passed out. Um, I mean, I, I think I would pa- there. It wouldn't need to be very <clears throat> long for me to pass out. I think right. it would be about within a millisecond of it starting Right. Um, that I would pass out and possibly pee my pants. 
So a couple that was stationed there in 2008 shared their story, which is that while living on Monmouth Street uh, and before the the husband of this couple was uh, medically discharged, the couple would see pets that didn't belong to them. So one of them was a cat. They did own a cat who was black and extra fluffy, they said. But this one was like gray and thin. And their cat would go like hide under the bed or under furniture and Mm -hmm. like hiss at this gay gray ghostly cat. Yeah, hold on. It gets worse. So... The cat would like get chased by the kids. They would seal the house and couldn't find the cat because it, it could disappear and then seal the house. It could come back. Um, and uh, another thing started arriving and leaving and it was an Australian sheepdog, which showed up with there's no openings in the house. Right. So then the kicker was when the cat, their own cat, their real cat, not only was scared, but then started to turn violent against the family. They decided to leave. Oh, uh, poor kitty. Yeah, well, and I think they took that with them. But anyway, know, so but the uh, he was so terrified that he yeah. was like, you guys are going to get me out of this house. And yeah. I'm going to beat you up until you do. Right. Um, but anyway, so once they left, they had no issues like this anymore. So it wasn't following them. They, they are convinced it was the area. Right. Um, there are a bunch of other like circumstantial ghost stories, but I don't want to take up too much time on them because uh, there's one that's more prevailing, which is the alien theories. So there was a guy named Val Valerian. Uh who's apparently real name is like John Grace or whatever. And he's essentially like a Bob Lazar. Um, so there's a bunch of parallels between Roswell and this, and then area 51 in this as well. Um, but anyway, so he claims that there's a Sergeant Robert Williams, who is also a fake name, of course, um, was a photographer who worked at the aerospace audio visual service, um, in, Norton Air Force Base in California. And in 1971, this Williams was approached by Project Blue Book, Blue Book to work as a photographer, which he did until 1973. So, um, which Project Blue Book we've talked about before. It's also very prevalent, but Project Blue Book was like the government's initial attempt at gathering all the UFO things. Uh So there's a couple things to it. One, there's like 60,000 documents or something from project blue book. Like they looked into a ton of stuff and pretty much wrote off like everything. Um, but the conspiracy side of of things is they say that like the government wanted to do this to not only get it, but then also come up with like conceivable cover-ups for almost everything. And then also they kept this project going for so long that, that, that way they would have like an inundation of, documents that they could then drown anything else out with right like so anytime you have sixty thousand documents like if you have one that shows something you can just drown it in the other sixty thousand um so project blue book was famously like released in its entirety uh, not too long ago but there are i say in its entirety but there are still things redacted from it which people of, of course, course. Are flat, you know hung on to like why would you release this whole thing and then leave certain things redacted so mm-hmm. so yeah i mean um the conspiracy theorists have really gone off i always about wonder the, with that though like there's like a 50 50 that like sure it could be and be like aliens this and like this is we saw it and physical evidence whatever or it could just be like we acted like jackasses and we don't want anyone yeah to we know. don't want anyone to know which is like such a common thing with the right. government like they should hide we certain made a things. big oopsie or just, just hiding certain things because you have to right like project blue book went alongside war things and right like they talked to soldiers and stuff so like it just could have been like classified but it's like a fertile ground for conspiracy theories much like the denver airport Um, (laughs) apparently (laughs) but anyway so uh on july 10th 1973 williams was given uh tdy orders and a top secret clearance and was sent to norton air force base he was briefed into a secret project involving photographing alien beings and craft so he was to work with ron smith which is also a fake name 
And they were blindfolded and put into a limousine with blacked out windows and were driven to their destination. Both of the men felt the car descend and found themselves in an underground base. Williams noted the time on his watch and that 45 minutes had passed since the beginning of their journey. So. No, not time travel. He 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 noted that because then he knows that Norton is 45 minutes away from 29 Palms. Oh, got it. Sorry. You made it seem like it was like he got in a car and they just like descended down. That was it. And then it was 45 minutes later. later. I know that that's why that uh, that's why I wanted to clarify. So it's a good thing you said what. But anyway, so both were briefed and led to a laboratory where they found two aliens in the process of being autopsied. Um, Another alien was still alive and held somewhere and the creatures were wearing blue uniforms. They noticed six scientists and two Marine guards, um, and it was later determined, like I said, that they were in 29 Palms. um, And they commenced to photograph the aliens, which is like what the whole reason why they were there. Yeah. Um, The bodies were black with green fluid uh, serving as their blood. And during their time, uh, during the time that Williams was photographing them, uh, the live alien, it terminated and like they died. Yeah. And aliens, I mean, alien and, uh, William said that he felt the something pass through him as this alien died. OK, OK. So anyway, they. Uh, allowed him to enter the disc like their their craft, right, um, which was about a 35, di- 35 foot diameter disc. So something interesting about that is that is the same size that Bob Lazar said was a disc that he worked on. Oh, yeah. Um, totally different time frames, though, for both of these things. But anyway, he said that though the outside was a 35 foot diameter, the inside was almost as large as a football field, indicating some type of space like warping technology. Um, After they were done photographing everything they needed to photograph, uh, they went back to Norton Air Force Base and then returned to Honolulu, which is where he was stationed uh, prior. So the men noticed that no one would speak to them, even their wives, like at all. And then Smith, the other dude he worked with, uh, was never heard from again who oh dang yeah um anyway so valerian the guy who's reporting all this uh stated that the records did show the records like like he even knows um (laughs) it showed that a disc crashed in northwestern arizona um and was recovered on july 10th 1973 which coincides with the same day that williams and smith got their top secret orders Mm -hmm. um anyways so williams has like this extensive background with um like aliens so as if he you know had a leg to stand on uh he also said that he had been getting inducted since he was three of course he did yep and then uh he was taken to this large white building that was larger on the inside than on the outside sounds familiar um and then like he came into contact with this human girl uh named karen and they had like a really close friendship uh and then when they were on the starship like when he was working for the military, like the leader of the starship was uh, Karen is what he found out. OK, <laughs> so anyway, it went from like a paramilitary, like men in black thing to, oh, this is just a crazy guy. This guy's nuts. Um, anyway, so one of the things I keep seeing circulated is uh, one of the following claim that uh, investigations of the 29 Palms underground base, which just like the Denver airport uh, <laughs> has absolutely nothing behind it. So apparently what they think is that 29 Palms, Fort Irwin and Joshua Tree all have this underground base underneath them. And it's from like the time that the seabed was actually out there that like these underground uh, caverns were carved in. Uh-huh. 
Um, but they don't think it's one of our bases, like the Denver airport. Uh, they think it's an alien base because out of some of these caverns, they've like have videos of like UFOs and stuff. And you can actually see them on YouTube. So I'll try to find a couple and link them. But anyway, so like they think that there's that. So then one of the main stories, uh, and this also comes from Val Valerian, the same dude, um, was that, uh, the army has tried to like, like that's why they put all these installations on top is because the army knows the aliens are down there, but they can't do anything about it. Right. So they said that they've sent cameras down there, but the cables were cut um, every time. And then they actually sent down like people, but there was like this blue gas that that was impenetrable and they couldn't get past it. So that's what they say. Um, with as many, which all just sounds like <laughs> we don't want to be you to be able to disprove right but like with as many urban be. explorers and, and just explorers in general that are on youtube the fact that like nobody's gone into this cavern like look at this blue gas in this cavern million views you know like it's just absolutely stupid um but anyway so seems to be based on nothing um but one thing that is worth noting is that it is on the uh 32nd or 33rd north parallel which is the same north parallel that uh roswell's on Right. Okay. And so like that, people find that interesting. A couple other, a couple other like alien related things. But uh, yeah, so that's the Fort Irwin slash San Bernardino County story. So apparently it's really widely noted as like one of the places where if you want to go UFO hunting, you go here um, along with like Roswell and a couple other places. So there's that. And then there's the ghost element as well. So interesting place. Oh, Whitney had a story. So we actually had one of my childhood friends um, and one of our first listeners, Whitney, uh, told me to look into this place. And then she also had a story that she had a friend from there whose dad was stationed uh, there a long time ago. And he claimed that there was a tunnel system going from Fort Irwin to Area 51. Uh, There's Hmm. also a space listening program there. And they've uh, been told multiple times about like men in black encounters, um, stopping soldiers who are out on missions from getting lost and crossing some border and telling them to turn around or they'll be arrested by MPs. So I tried to find stories like this online, but I couldn't. Um, But those are those types of things where, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't post that online if that happened to me, you know, especially when it's your livelihood. So um, that's really what kind of spawned me looking into it. Um, So thank you, Whitney. And that is a very interesting story. Okay, so this has been another episode of Skeptical Skeptics, and we really appreciate you guys who... You couldn't go one episode without saying it. No, I said it in the beginning anyway, so I already broke the seal. I didn't hear that part. Anyway, really appreciate you guys listening and reaching out to us. Um, You can follow us on social media at SkepSkepPod everywhere, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and please reach out to us. Uh, We'll shout you out, but also just do it in general. Also, we'll probably be looking to do like a merch giveaway soon. and then there's the listener story episode. So lots of reasons to reach out. If you have already reached out and been called out on the show, you will automatically be entered in the merch giveaway. So don't worry. Um, and if you would like to be entered in the merch giveaway, then please reach out to us and definitely let us know like, hey, interested in the merch giveaway, because that's one thing like we don't know if anybody wants anything. <laughs> so we'll probably start with like a sticker and see if like anybody even cares. Um, but if they do, then we'll do like some T-shirts or whatever. Um, but for you guys that we've already called out, you'll be entered in. So don't worry. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, leave us a review. We got another good review this time. Not a, Oh, we did? Yeah, we did. I didn't see that uh, one. Didn't have any text, but <laughs> they just counteracted the one star that had hey, no text. there we go. So, Thanks. There we go. So whoever you are, thank you. And if you are the one who reviewed us recently, reach out and let us know. That way we can also add you into the merch giveaway. Um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much all I got this week. So you guys have a good week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. So I want to take a moment to talk about PodCoin. It's a new app that's out there that actually pays you to listen to podcasts, which considering you're listening to our podcast, I would think maybe you're interested in this. Um, For every 10 minutes that you listen to it, you're going to get something called a PodCoin, which you can use to rack up uh, gift cards or stuff for charity. So like we do calories for dogs or like dog food as Rachel so adamantly wants me to call it, but they count it in calories. And so dadgummit, we've donated like 9,000 calories to pups. Um, it's pretty great. So no other podcast app lets you do that. So check it out. Podcoin use our promo code skep skep S K E P S K E P all caps, no spaces, and you'll get 300 free pod coins, uh, for your session with Podcoin.